You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number 26, Superman and the Purple Plague. Makes me think of one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Steven, and a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy. Howdy, Ed. Howdy. How's uh how's things? Uh going pretty well. Going pretty well. Just uh, got done watching as the two gentlemen that we hired to um uh, fix the stairs from the ground up to our back porch on both sides. Uh finished up their work. They finished that earlier today. Now when you say you were watching them, were you were you just over their shoulders like a hawk the entire time, making sure. Absolutely Are you sure you not. want to put that nail there? Yeah, yeah absolutely not. No, <laughs> I, uh, I, th- there is a, a part of me that wants to do that, but fortunately the part of me that has done things of that nature, uh, doesn't like that type yeah. of behavior. So yeah. I, I erred on that side rather than the homeowner who has to have it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Using two you, by fours there. Yeah. You, you hired them. You got to trust them to do what, you hired him to do and yeah. let them let them do it. Exactly. Yep. And, and me, I, I wouldn't know if they were doing something wrong. I, just, I, I know up to a point, but not yeah. I, obviously if I knew enough, I wouldn't have hired two men to do it. I mean, right. You know, so it's there. Yeah. there is that that break in. Well, how much do you know? Not enough to yeah. do it. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really have anything else for banter. That was that's a, that might be our shortest banter during this uh, sec during this time of recording three episodes in a row. We, we're going to have to start uh, uh, taking banter notes. I'm, I'm going to have to add that to my notes. Banter and, and then have like two or three topics and see which yeah. one, you know. Yeah. There's <laughs> no, the weather. Do that. Yeah. Check. And then, uh, <laughs> you know, what about the local sports team? You know, yeah. did you did you see the local sports team throwing that ball around? Yeah, how about uh, how about uh, Alabama roll tide? Yeah, Which see. I could do all that, but I you could I, I, I couldn't. I was gonna say I don't I don't <laughs> believe you're you're a, a yeah. big fan like that. No, yeah, I one of one of my top fandoms is uh, college football. So I'm I'm getting geared up here with week uh, eh, well, week three coming up, week four if you consider some meh games that started the season. But yeah, you ever yeah, have you ever watched? Have you ever watched the IT crowd? Uh, not I believe so. British show about a couple of nerds who work in IT. And uh, there was an episode where um, one of them had an app on their phone that you could use to talk sports with the common man. And it it uh, <laughs> not only gave you wow. things to say, you could listen to it so you could pronounce it phonetically correctly. It was, <laughs> you know, because they... Because of the okay. different accents they have in England. So the, the right. one I remember was, uh, did you see that ludicrous display last night? And then what different ways you could reply because they're, you know, it, it was just funny. I, I could use something like that when it comes to small <laughs> talk with, with most of the dudes in my social circles. Cause y'all, you know, I'm, I've always quite surprised to learn how many, uh, people I know who love comics and love nerdy things, but are also way into sports. Cause I just never realized that those two worlds collided as much as they do. Right. And, uh, but there are more, more, there, there are more people I know who like comics, who also like sports 
than folks who who like me uh, like comics and just aren't into sports. There's okay. There's there's way more of a crossover than than I, I ever would have imagined. Can't tell you how many times I would be in the comic book store when I used to work there, and there was uh, if 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 people weren't talking comics, they were either talking about Magic the Gathering, which mm-hmm. I also I also knew nothing about. I didn't play, or they were talking sports. Okay. So two thirds of the time I was not part of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you were out. Yeah. I, I distinctly remember a kid coming in once and uh, talking. He he came up to the counter to buy some magic cards. And we always did tournaments, magic tournaments every mm-hmm. weekend. And uh, I w- always had to work on those Saturdays. And this kid comes up and he throws a bunch of packs down and he just goes, yeah, it was crazy. The guy threw this down and I took a fireball out and I did this and bam. And and I just sat there and I said, I, I really have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, well, you don't play magic. And I said, no, I don't. And he was, he was like a, like a you know, 13 years old or something. He goes, mm-hmm. how do you work at a comic book store and not play magic? Okay. And I just, I just went just lucky, I guess. <laughs> but he just, he couldn't, he couldn't get, he couldn't understand that. And it's like, yeah, there's magic, the gathering stuff all around me. How could I not be a part of it? And I did try. I just could never, could never get into it. That's all right. Fair. So that I, I mentioned it was a short banter and then suddenly we made oh, it longer. So I should, I should not mention the, the length of our banter. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the, the, the lesson I learned. Just, just stay quiet. Just don't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we're looking at Superman and the Purple Plague, which appeared in Action Comics number 19. This was written by Jerry Siegel, penciled and inked by Paul Cassidy. Uh, it was, of course, published by DC Comics. It's got a cover date of December of 1939 and an approximate sale date of October 31st, 1939, according to Mike's Amazing World of Comics. And uh, here's what happened. Very short summary this episode. Clark rides an ambulance from the police headquarters to pick up a patient, a man in a stupor from which he cannot be aroused. The doctor on duty acknowledges he's never seen anything like this. The disease quickly spreads as a plague, killing dozens of people. Professor Henry Travers, a scientist who's a friend of Clark, finally finds a cure to the disease, but he's suddenly knocked out and abducted by the ultra-humanites henchmen. Superman hurries after the crooks, but they throw the scientist off a cliff. That's a funny sentence. Superman hurries after the crooks, but they throw a sci- but they throw the scientist off a cliff to get Superman off their backs. Superman manages to save the scientist and soon learns that the ultra humanite is behind the artificial plague. Unfortunately, Travers' first formula fails to cure the plague. Superman confronts the evil old mastermind, but is injured by Ultra's electric gun. The Ultra Humanite attempts to electronically mind control Superman into distributing more of his Purple Plague, but Superman was only pretending to be mind controlled, and he destroys the villain's stockpile of Plague Serum. Ultra tries to shoot Superman again with his electric gun, but this time Superman pulls him in front of the weapon which seemingly kills him. Dr. Travers soon develops a workable cure for the Purple Plague, and the epidemic is stopped. Ed, what'd you think of this one? I liked it because it was the first time, I believe, that there was absolutely nothing Superman could do to fix it. Yeah, this was this was a bit of a departure for many of these Superman stories. And 
um, at first I was quite horrified. It was very dark, mm -hmm. just people dying all over the place. The summary says dozens. I, I felt like there were more than a dozen people that died from this thing. I, at one point, thought that it was like most of the city, but apparently I was reading the issue wrong. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Daily, the streets are clogged with death wagons yeah. carting away load upon load of putrefying corpses. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Oof. That's more Good than Lord. a dozen. Very okay. dark. And the, the only thing that was missing from this panel was somebody walking in front of it with a bell saying what? <laughs> Bring out your dead. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't help but think of the same thing. It was, I, I'll be honest. When I got to that point in the story, I really thought that we were at a game changer here and that, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, there, nothing is going to be the same in this book ever again, because everyone in Metropolis has died. They're Yeah. They're dying. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I rather enjoyed it as well. Uh, despite its darkness, it was uh very interesting and and yeah there really wasn't much superman could do uh except save the scientist you know that was really the only thing the only thing he could do is make sure that the guy who could find the cure stayed alive long enough right but to, no no amount of threatening or or throwing people or whatever could have done anything to yeah. fix this you know yeah, his, it had to be the scientist his normal uh modus operandi could not be he there was nothing for him to destroy nope. or run out of town that's right or threaten to kill he he, yeah. he he couldn't get the purple plague to leave town by right. by being mean and stern and you know it it wasn't gonna yeah. work this time yeah yeah i it was i liked it just simply because it was really something we have not seen yet mm -hmm. and many of these stories are while they're fun, uh, it's almost kind of the same old stuff over and over. Um, yeah, mobsters, gangsters, yeah. you know, ne'er do wells of some normal nature doing stuff. But yeah, this was a disease. This was a plague. Yeah, and it gives it almost redefines the ultra humanite because up to this point, the few times we've seen him, he's really more been involved in kind of racketeering type stuff. Mm -hmm. Right the, right. the kind of things that would make him money. And that really, you know, killing an entire city full of people doesn't seem to be a money making scheme. Uh, I don't. Not a very good one. If I don't recall. Yeah, I don't recall if they speak to his motivation at all in this issue, in this in this story. Um, I thought they did. Didn't he say something about wiping out humanity so that it can be replaced with? Yes, that's right. Yes. The human yeah. race shall be blotted out so that I can launch a race of my own uh, yeah. panel 49 there. So which he has mentioned before that that's what he wanted to do is to create his own race. But, yeah, you know, is that create his own race like, you know, Nazi Ubermensch, which right. wasn't necessarily wiping out humanity, just making a better humanity and letting Darwinian principles, you know, work after that. But no, he's yeah. like, no, no, I'm going to make room. <laughs> for my new people first. Yep. You know, and something I want to point out, I feel like I, I forget to do this every time we talk about one of these stories and I'm trying to find it actually doesn't happen in this freaking story, which which makes me sad because I keep forgetting to point it out. But there, there are many uh, times during these stories where we see Clark in his apartment 
changing into Superman mm-hmm. into his Superman outfit. And oh no, there it is. Uh, what is that? 27, 28, 29, panel 29, where he's, he's changing in. It's such a pedestrian thing to see him with his foot up on the bed, untying his shoe, you know, or he's sitting in a chair pulling uh, his boots on. And it's, you know, the, 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 the most common way I remember ever seeing Superman change into his costume was running into a phone booth and right. quickly yeah, flying back out again as Superman, you know, doing it at lightning super speed. And just the fact that he's just, you know, doesn't seem to be any hurry. He's just got his foot up on the bed and he's taking his shoe off. I just, I love those. Those are my favorite panels in any of these stories is him just as a normal dude, just uh, putting on his suit. Well, he's, he's got a, take care of the shoes. They're probably the most expensive component of his outfit. You know I mean? So it's just such a humdrum thing to see. What's he going to do? Is he going to like Hulk out of his shoes, flex his toes and bust them? Well, no, but you know, it's, it's, you expect to see, you know, like a wonder woman who just spins around really fast and suddenly she's, she's wonder woman or, or Barry Allen where his, his costume pops out of his ring and he hits his ring. Yeah, it, but you know, at, at the very least, I I almost expect to see him just changing into su- into his Superman outfit at super speed. But no, he's you know just seeing him in some issues where he's just sitting on a your average looking wooden chair, you know, pulling some boots on or something. It just it almost feels like the the story. Um, well, let me let me put it this way: Have you seen the movie Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Yes. The part in the movie near the end where he's getting ready to to go out and fight Gideon and they have the moment in his apartment where he's, he's putting on his 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 sweatbands and he's right. putting on his jacket and then they stop, slow down so he can lace his shoes up. You know, it's like the 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 speediness and the urgency of the of the moment just suddenly grinds to a halt. And he's just right. tying his because shoes. That's what these panels make me think of. It's like you can't urgent that. Yeah, it's, it's, it just, they just make me laugh every time I want to. I run across one, and I, I always forget to say something about it during these episodes. So I feel good that I, I, I finally was able to. You, you got it. You got it in there while we're recording. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm kind of glad that they named the plague in the in the title because I'm not necessarily sure by the coloring of the people that I would pick up that that was purple. Yeah, um, I mean it. It having said it, I can kind of see it, but if yeah. I had no indication of the color, um, you know, if it was just the plague, uh, I, I would wonder about the color. And it could be just the limitations of the what right. at this time it was just four color, wasn't it? Yes. Four color yeah. newsprint. So, yeah, without them saying calling it the purple plague, I would have because it's almost maybe a a, a strange gray. Uh, yeah, or maybe a, a a bad take on on a brown of a non Caucasian color. You know that it it looks like they would use for that or something like that. Yeah, the uh, the little helmet that uh, the ultra humanite puts on Superman to control him. Yes, looks very funny. Yes, um, it does. It almost looks like just a, a like a miner's helmet. And then I love his fantastic airship. Very reminiscent of the era. Yes. Very Flash Gordon. Yes. Very, very trip from Krypton. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. And, or, uh, I, I, no, I, I like your Flash Gordon better. Yeah. 
I don't know what panel this is because they seem to have stopped numbering the panels. Um, but the, the universe. The, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just hear it whispered because I'm not looking at the video right now. I'm looking at the book and I just hear this whispered. It's going clean, through my head, man. Clean version of the, the, the Flash <laughs> Gordon theme song. Yeah. <laughs> but the the page where we see the 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 ultra humanites ship and when superman uh knocks out the guy on the ship and just the panel of him jumping mm-hmm. good riddance as the yeah, ship yeah, hurtles really, to really. the ground and and is destroyed it says and total yeah. destruction so total destruction so however many movie. people were in there i mean, you know we we see one but was that all uh, it doesn't matter but, they're dead you know how many could, people in these books have died well, just based on this story alone, uh, well, millions. This is, yeah, this is, but. And, and that's why I'm, I don't care about the people on this, this airship at this point, because. You're, you know, you're. Um, of all not, the people they killed in, in Metropolis, I'm. Not biased, but you're, uh, yeah, whatever the word is. And then, you know, everything else that's happened in this story, a child comes down with the purple plague. Yeah. And, and there's. It, there's a lot of people on the street, you know, not for, doing anything. Yeah, man, not nothing to save the boy. And he points it out. You cowards letting yeah. him just lie there. Yep. I mean, I get it to a certain extent. Nobody wants to touch the kid because they don't want to get the plague either. I was going to say, yeah, but you know, still it's if, if that's the case, what are they doing out on the street uh, to begin you know? with? If, yeah. Yeah, if they're that worried about it. Yeah. But uh, and then do we believe at this point that the ultra humanite has died? Uh, no, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> he hasn't died up to now, <laughs> right? Yeah, Why no, is he gonna right. die this he's, time. Yeah, he's still in the comics, but uh, you know, I'm I'm in I am interested to see how long it's gonna be before we see him again. You know, is he dead for the golden age? Will we see him again during the golden age, or I don't know. I I honestly don't know. I don't know if you've read ahead and you um, know that he shows up again in a couple issues, but I, I um, read about something uh, of that nature, but I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, okay. I, I don't remember the specifics of what I read or where I read it, but uh, what what you're saying does occur and it will occur soon and it will occur for a period of time. Uh, but yeah, okay. cool, cool, cool. I, don't, I don't remember the specifics. Yeah. Um, the very last panel. This is like the third action, maybe, that has this advert for the World Fair comic. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that that's true, Matt. That's uh, you know, it 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 really brings home <laughs> yeah. a, a, Matt, a very recent situation here in in real life. The past two or three years of yeah. the vax, no vax, mask, no mask. You know, it's like all of this, and for, yeah, for Clark those listening. Yeah, for those listening, Matt, uh, who's who's joined us uh, watching live, says uh, he's commented, not all of us have the power to resist disease, Clark. You know, because Clark says, calls everybody cowards for not cowards. doing anything like, about this. Just lie there. Yeah. 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 We found out way point. early that this doesn't affect uh, Clark. So, yeah. yeah. You you can talk, dog. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He can he can get up on his high horse. But Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It does. It it does. It is rather poignant when you compare it to what's going on today. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because like you said, if they're that worried, why are they? All, well, you know, that is very yeah. familiar thinking to me for some things I've encountered over the last couple yep. of years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, this ad, this ad on the last panel for the New York World's Fair comics, I'm assuming we're still talking about the first one because uh, with the, I, I the guess, second yeah. one, I think I, I think we get the second one in the next volume. We should here here pretty soon because I, yeah. I think they were only like 16 or 18 months apart as far as when they were published. So they were relatively close together. So that that first one must have been on the stands for a while. Must have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they knew they were going to do a second, so they just kept the same teaser yep. running. Yeah, yeah. So with that story, we only have two more stories in this volume of of book, this Golden Age Volume 1. Yeah, that's crazy. So we've just about gone through an entire volume. I can't believe we are at that point. It just it felt like it was – I mean, granted, there's like what? Seven, eight, nine, ten freaking volumes in this golden age. Uh, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's it's up I mean, there a little bit. We still have a, a crap ton of issues to get through, but it it feels good knowing that we're coming to the end of this first volume. It feels Uh-oh. like we've Uh-oh. there's 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 a quasi spoiler that he threw up there, not like Matt, heavy, but Matt says a fun twist coming with Ultra. I won't spoil it. There you go. So the Ultra is going to do something. Be something, something, something. Now, I will say that to me, the Ultra Humanite is the character I believe that I first ran into with All Star Squadron, and uh, because I, I did read it when it was coming out as a when I was in junior high, I loved that book. Um, he was a white gorilla. Yeah, that's what I seem to remember. That that is the Ultra Humanite that that I remember. That was the yeah. first time I ever saw him. So. I mean, it just makes sense that he would have started as a human being, but yeah. that is the Ultra Humanite I remember. I feel like uh, looking him up now. Ultra Humanite? No, yeah. don't, because it'll spoil the, and, the, the you know, when he disappears and when he comes back. And so don't, don't do all that. All right. I closed the window. All right. I mean, it's not going to do any. It, 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 right. won't, it won't add to anything because when it comes up, we'll, you know, we'll talk about, oh, well, he's died again. And, yeah. you know. Which he but always it, dies. Well, yeah. no, he he no. Every appearance he has died, hasn't he? As far well, as well, he has concerned. he has, but it's like we haven't seen right. We haven't <laughs> seen it like this, where there appears to be a body. No body, no yeah, dead, right. Because like the one time though, he was in the airplane that went down, right? Um, and they couldn't find a body. Um, this last time he just, I think he just disappeared. He wasn't there. It was all. Yeah. Now see that, I think that's the only time that something like catastrophic, it, it, Superman was unconscious. Right. And when he woke back up, the humanite was gone. Yeah. But every other appearance, he supposedly, there was some tragic ending to his. But I think this is the first time we see a body or what appears to, because he's laying there, but you know, well, yeah, who knows? I just, I want to, I want to at some point, uh, just look into his history to see, um, if there was an actual transition uh, from human to ape, or if that's just one of those Silver Age things. He like, just appeared that way yeah, and, like, and the next time he showed up. Yeah, like Jay Garrick Flash from the Golden Age and Barry Allen Flash from the Silver Age. It's just right, right. When they, when they introduced the character in the Silver Age or whatever, he just, I just make him a gorilla this time, you know? <laughs> That'll be cool. Let's do that. Or if, you know, something happened to him and he turned into a gorilla. Cause I do, I do remember that now. I do remember reading stories with the ultra humanite as a white gorilla. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't really have anything more to add. No, nope, me neither. Good story. Had fun with this one. Yeah. I um, enjoyed this one. 
of yeah it was uh again very i think the thing i like the most about it is i'm i'm always into you know for example the stand is is one of my favorite stories of all time there's just something to me about um stand in the place where you work no we're not no? talking oh. about rem no oh okay now i have that song in my head thank you yes um, certainly now face, face north, north. Um, but uh think about direction wonder okay sorry you know it's it's uh, i'll use the example the 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 uh comic akira did you ever okay. read that yes i have there's a, a moment in that book where something it's not a plague but it's almost like a uh you know where something happens to tokyo that just changes everything Right. right. And right. I just love stories like that. Now, in this case, it doesn't really change anything. We go, we, we'll go back to status quo in the next right. issue. But, um, I love stories that just, you know, you're used to one it being one way and then some kind of catastrophic event just happens and everything changes. And, uh, suddenly you're just, it's like you're reading a whole other book. And okay. that's, that's how this one felt. I know that that's not what happens, but that's, that's why I think why I dug this one so much. It it was leading you that way. And you're yeah. like, even though I know, but yeah. Yeah. There were okay. literally the, 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 the part that you read out where the, the death carts were around, you know, I was just like, holy crap. Death what carts, is happening? Man. They're Everything not even driving insane. around. It's, yeah. it's regressed to where it's carts yeah. with a horse and yeah. throw them in the bed. It's like, wow, it's bad. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which is shocking to then just see people on the street when the little boy. Well, they're like, out. hey, yeah. I'm not in a cart. So, you know, I'm. Yeah, I'm exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Okay. That's you. No, I think it's you, isn't it? Uh, you, yes. <laughs> you, you, you read the synopsis. Yes, it is. It's me. Uh, okay. Ah, oh, good Lord. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the Superman Super Show. If you want to drop us a line, ask us a question or just provide feedback in general, you can send an email to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Twitter. The handle is at Soup's Super Show or come join in on all the fun over at the forum at forum.justanotherfanboy.com. All of those links will be in the show notes. So don't worry about trying to write them down because um, they're right there. They're right there in the show notes. Just go look. They're there. Did you look? That's okay. You don't have to look now because you're listening to this episode, but they'll be there. Don't worry. They're not going anywhere. So until next week, folks, I'm Steven. That's Ed. And this is the Superman Super Show. Bye. Ciao, Bella. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine. It's a cart and there's there's like Oh my God! There's you can see like uh, legs hanging out of it, People and there's a head up on there. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness! It was yeah. the streets are clogged with death. Wagons carting away load upon load of putrefying corpses. Horror grips the city. Putrefying. Yeah, they. <laughs> Purple plague grips Metropolis. Takes terrible toll. Hundreds they, drop. Why do they say dozens in the freaking synopsis? I mean, this head, this newspaper, this news article says hundreds yep well drop we don't know that they're dead well yeah they're dead there's no there there was no helping them yeah. at that point you know we got people in this one panel you know it's too bad we're no longer recording but we've got people in this one panel before the death cart blocking up their 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 doors and and mm -hmm. nailing boards over their windows and then 
you know, later in the book, they're just out walking and they're just out there on the streets going, oh, what's up? Oh, a little boy just passed out. Let's don't touch him. Yep. So, yeah. Ah, look, he's sick. Must be the purple plague. Yeah, they actually call it that in that. Is that what they? Yeah, the purple plague, somebody says. Mm-hmm. That lady's just pointing at the kid. The purple plague. <laughs> uh, 